everyone, and welcome to the Dear Future Hubby podcast. I am your host, Teresa Reese, and y'all know how we do it. I am going to read a poem from my book of poetry entitled, A Strong-Willed Mind, Healing Scars Over Time Through My Poetry. And if you are more interested in learning more about my book of poetry, please don't hesitate to go to my website at IamTeresaReese.com. And you can follow me on Instagram at the at symbol IamTeresaReese. The name of this poem is called I'm Still Waiting. And it is dedicated to all my single friends out there waiting for their future hubby to manifest. Because, honey, I know I am not alone. Here we go. How much longer must I hold on to uncertainties? I fought the fight. I've shed my tears. I've had shattered dreams throughout the years. I don't want to hurt like this. Not anymore. No, not again. I can only take so much. My broken heart must mend. I thought the storm would soon go away. I even hoped and prayed for brighter days. I only wanted respect and love, neither of which arrived in the form that I dreamed of. Many people walk this life. Some become victims of misery and strife. Others find that special someone whom I've been praying for. That man who will adore all of me. The one whose mission is to seek and find me. The man who won't ever disrespect me because I am his gift. I've waited, I've prayed, and oh, how I've cried, yearning, pleading, and begging God for the man of my dreams, my Mr. Right, to once and for all manifest in my lifetime. And so it seems that I'm still waiting for that dream to come true. So yes, I am still in the waiting game Valentine's Day has come and gone, honey, and I am still single, uno, <laughs> solo, dolo, <laughs> but it is all good. I have listened to some of my single friends in terms of what it is that they're going through, and I have just made up in my mind that not only do I know that I'm worth the wait, but I am willing to wait. There are times though, that even in the waiting season, that you're looking at your watch like, okay, Lord, I mean, you know, I'm not trying to rush you or nothing, but you know, your girl's been single for a hot minute. What else are you trying to get me to learn in this singleness? Because I'm abstinent. I didn't gave you my body. So I'm waiting for my husband, Lord. Doesn't the Bible say something about it's better to marry than to burn with passion? And I'm trying not to burn with passion in my singleness. So I'm waiting and ain't nobody knocking on the door, Jesus. Like what is really going on? 
what are we doing in the season, Jesus? Like, I need you to give me the memo. <laughs> I remember calling one of my homegirls and I told her, I said, I know that I could be really transparent with you. And I said, so, um, girl, I'm going to have to talk about it. And so I told her, I said, sometimes I just want to sit down with God and be like, if you knew that it was going to take this long for my king to show up, like maybe we should have had created an itinerary together so that I would kind of have a time frame of how long my wait was going to be. Um, because yeah, it's been a minute, Lord. And I know for you, God, a day in the Lord is a thousand years and all that good stuff. But um, yeah, once you've been married before and then you go down this path of being single, um, it hits a little different. So, because my body has needs, oh God, and um, I'm trying to do things decent and in order, I don't want to rush you. I promise you I don't. But at the same time, can I get an estimation? Like, could you please give me an ETA on when you think he might show up? Even if it's just a phone call or a little subliminal message like, hey, boo, I'm here. I'm coming something but no that's not what's happening around 11 ish o'clock i'm on a podcast <laughs> talking about hoping that one day my mr right is going to show up in my life so yeah this is to all of those sisters that are waiting patiently for her king to arrive but no, in all seriousness, good things really do come to those who wait. Patience truly is a virtue. And there's so much that we learn while we are waiting. I enjoy being single for various reasons. One of the reasons is because I get to do what I want when I want. Now, I absolutely love that <laughs> because I remember in my married years how I would have to sit and contemplate and kind of think of a plan and then I would have to ask my hubby at that time can I go so right now that I'm single I literally just make sure it's okay with God and as long as it's okay with him guess what I'm going if I decide that I want to chill at my mom's house for four hours, I'm good. Now, if I were married, I would probably have to cut that down to maybe an hour, an hour and a half. Because nine times out of ten, he's going to want me home at a certain time just to make sure that I'm safe. And so I do understand that whether you are single or whether you are engaged or whether you are married, there is... There are a certain set of rules that applies to no matter what. And so, um, and I get that because I know even in my singleness, even though I'm by myself, I still have children. So if my 20 year old comes home and he don't see his mama's SUV outside, trust and believe I'm going to be getting a text message or a phone call. Mama, where are you at? Because nine times out of 10, he already knows that with his curfew being 1.30 in the morning, He's going to be like, 
if I made it home at one o'clock and my mama's SUV is not here, where in the world could she possibly be? Because I'm very transparent with my children. So my children know I'm not dating anyone. Um, and so it would be like, why is my mama not home? If they call their Nana and their Papa and their mom is not there, they're going to begin to worry. And nine times out of 10, I wouldn't blame them because when, <laughs> when I was growing up, my mom was a married woman. And if she didn't show up by 530 in the evening, because I knew it took about 30 minutes for her to get off of work and drive home from her job. If she wasn't home at 530 p.m., I was calling her talking about where you at? And she was a grown, grown woman. So, yeah, that's just something that I feel like I passed on to my kids because my kids are like that too. Mama, where you at? Or if I get ready to go somewhere, Mama, where you going? Like, I can't, I can't be too cute because if I'm too cute, all heads turn. Where you think you going? <laughs> I can be average, but I can't be too cute. Because my boys get to be looking at me like, where are you going, mama? What, who are you fisting to go see that you got to look like that? <laughs> and so, um, yeah, there are, there are guidelines in terms of being single. And then there are expectations when you begin to court someone and you're engaged to that person. And then there are even greater expectations once you literally say your vows and enter into holy matrimony. This, I believe, will be different for me. The guidelines will still be there. The expectations will still be there because in our courting, we will communicate our love language to each other, our love languages to each other. And we will pretty much create, I guess you could say, for the lack of a better word, an outline for how it is that we would like our relationship to function. But there's still going to be things that I have to do a little different when I say I do. And... I'm just really excited. I'm really and truly, <laughs> I'm excited just to see God, who is he? Like, I am so, oh my God. I think that's one of the, the parts of me that I get excited just thinking like, God, who is my future husband? Like, who is this man? Where is he, Lord? Now, let me tell you what's going to happen though. If I find out that, oh boy, was literally like somebody that I had crossed paths with that I've spoken to a couple of times that I never in my wildest dreams ever 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 thought that he would be a possibility in any way form or fashion <sighs> me and Jesus gonna have another talk I'll be like you know what you got jokes because you could have you know I, I mean, I thought we were BFFs. You could have just been like, Psst, you know, that's him right there. Don't say nothing, girl. Act like you don't see him. Something. But just to act like you, just not to give me no hint, God. Really? That's what we doing right now? Okay, you right, you right, you right. I need him to pursue me. You right. But I could have flirted a little bit of something if I would have known that he was going to be the one. <sighs> Okay, Jesus, I'm, I'm just going to just, you know, I'm going to let you be God. You know, sometimes it's not that easy, but I'm going to let you be God. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Yes, he is fine. Yes, he is. Yes, and that smile. Mm-hmm. 
Yes, Lord. And you want me to practice self-control for how long? Like, you know, I got to wait for how long we going to be doing this courting thing, Jesus? Because, you know, your girl's been abstinent for a while now. So how long how, how long do you think we need to, you know, court each other before we can go ahead and say I do? Oh, oh OK. You want me to to wait on that, too? All right. Well, I guess I can do that, too, Jesus. I trust you, Lord. I really, really do. Yeah. Yeah, I could tell my hormones to just chillax for a moment. I, I think I could do that. I think I could do that a little while longer. I really do. But yeah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yep, I'm grateful for your comforter. Yes, I am. I surely am, God. Yeah, but um, mm-hmm. Yep, it's going to be real hard, Lord, to be just looking at him. And especially when he says that, you know, the Holy Spirit told him and, and for me to just, you know, try to look like I'm just really, 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 really virtuous at this moment, you know, when I'm thinking thoughts that I shouldn't be thinking because he's just that fine. Okay, Lord. Yes, I, I, okay. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Flesh, I'm telling you to fall under submission of the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, Lord, you, you, you're right. Cause I did tell you, I was very specific in my prayer and I said, I needed my future hubby to be someone that I was physically attracted to. And I see dear God that you did not fall short. Oh my God. I thank you. I thank you. I thank you. And yet I must wait still. Okay. Not my will, but your will be done. <laughs> so I just allowed y'all to kind of, you know, cause that's how I talk to God. I just wanted you to tap into how me and my God converse. Um, yes, I keep it 100 with him. There's no point in me sugarcoating anything with him because he already knows my thoughts before I think them. He already knows my heart's posture and condition, and he just knows everything about me. So there's just no point in me faking with him, but I am going to be patient. I am going to wait. I say upon the Lord, I know that my future hubby is worth the wait. I know that I am worth the wait. And there's so much that God is doing for both of us in the meantime, in between time. There are still people that I need to connect to, to minister to them. There are still people that he needs to minister to and connect to. And so God's timing is perfect. But when that day comes, oh, glory, hallelujah, the angels will sing. God almighty, God almighty. Well, this is going to conclude my podcast on tonight. But before I end this, I wanted to read a letter to my future hubby. So it's going to be a little different because I wrote a poem to him and I wrote a letter to him too. So let me read the letter first and then I will end with the poem. And it is dated March the 2nd of 2021. And it goes a little something like this. Dear future hubby, today I felt your prayers. I felt your energy. I felt your covering. I was asked a few times, why was I so full of energy? I was actually very high spirited at work today. I felt the shift in the atmosphere as well. It was nice. Very necessary. Thank you. It feels good to know that you are on someone's mind. Whatever it was that you prayed over me, 
please keep that same energy. God is up to something and I don't want to miss it. I pray your day was blessed beyond measure, that you felt the hand of God protecting you and keeping you from all manner of hurt, harm, and danger. I pray that he continues to guide your footsteps so that you do not walk down an unprotected path. Please continue to keep me lifted before God and I will do the same for you. Be blessed, my king. I love you. Love, Teresa. And here is my poem to my future hubby. And it is entitled, Close Your Eyes. Here we go. Close your eyes, my king. Now take a deep breath. Inhale the endless possibilities. Exhale all of the negativity. Breathe in your hopes and dreams. Breathe out bad energy. Imagine living out your dreams, no longer a mere fantasy. The world is your canvas. Create your greatest creation. No limits, no boundaries, manifesting your wildest imagination. You and I against the world. Our world's becoming one. You are my king, guided by the sun. I'll follow your lead, wherever that may be. Trusting your direction, submitting to your needs. Close your eyes, my king. Now take a deep breath. My question to you next is, are we there yet? And I wrote this poem right before I went live tonight. <laughs> so I hope that you all enjoyed it. I hope my future hubby enjoys it when he hears it. And I hope that y'all have a wonderful, wonderful evening. Please do me a huge favor. Take care of yourself. Because there is only one you. Signing out, your girl Teresa. Bye. Y'all have a good one.